to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. Good old Rob F. Switch, along for the ride. This is the Video Game Music Podcast, um, focusing on uh, only 8-bit and 16-bit era video game music. Now beginning our second uh, century, I guess. No, no, not yet. We won't begin our second, our third century, you mean? The third century? Or... Oh I, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sure, our sure, second sure. century, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you're right. Oh, you right. thought I was talking about our New Year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, right. but no, we still have our, we're, our New Year's Eve countdown on episode 104. Right. But this is episode 101, Dalmatians. <laughs> Remember that? Right. Remember that debacle? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Game Boy Color. Wait, so what episode number is this one? This is 101. 101. Yeah. Gotcha. Kinds of cute, cuddly fun. Right. I think that's how it, how it goes. Sure, right? sure, sure, sure. Can you hear me okay? Do yes. Listen? Yeah? You know, I want to make sure I sound like a man for once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so what have you been up to? Uh, get, getting ready for our okay. big um, show. Okay. You know? Yeah. Dance party? Dance party, baby. Right. Oh, this episode's going to be released... The day after. Day after. The day right. after that happens. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. So let me rephrase that. Yeah. Okay. Ask me again. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. What have you been up to? Man, what an insane dance party. I'm recovering. Yeah. Right. It's just too much eight bit and sixteen bit goodness. Yeah. 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 It was a lot of fun. Unbelievable. You guys missed out. Yeah. So, so next time. Next time. Yeah. Next time, guys. <laughs> um. Well, look. I'll tell you what I've been up to. Tell me. Beat Dynamite Heady. You beat Dynamite Heady. Yeah. How Pretty- long did that take you? Uh, you know, it took me it took me a while. I mean, you know, it took me a while to. I mean, you know, I mean, I can't, every time I played it, I would get further and further. But um, oh, now I feel like I'm I'm hearing myself. Now you're coming in, yeah, crystal. So you you, th- I wasn't that loud before. I think there was a setting that was off. Okay, so now I feel like a man. Oh, now you I, feel like a man. I mean, I feel like a man. Do you think I feel like? Uh, do I feel like a man to you? I think you do feel like a man. Well, I, I mean, you sound like a man. I'm not feeling you. No, you. T- I want you to touch me. And I'm tell sure me what you I, feel like a man. Yeah, I want you to feel this. Of course. Can I touch that real quick. <laughs> that feels like a man, doesn't it? Oh, well, it's very much so. Yeah, very manly. So I beat Dynamite Heady, and uh, yeah, it gets, it's pretty hard. There's some hard stuff in it, but a very cool game. Really zany, and just. Um, you know, just very Japanese craziness, and it's it's good. It's not a Japanese game. I mean, it, I mean, it came out in North America, but it's definitely got a Japanese feel to it. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, good game. I recommend it. Great music. You how, know, as how, you know. how was the ending? Worth it? Nice, nice closure. Uh, yeah, the ending is the ending's weird, and um, actually, I beat the game and I got the the secret digits, and. Um, if you you, you you get the secret digits from doing the um, bonus rounds, from completing the bonus rounds. Okay. So I got all of the secret digits, which meant I got to see a secret bonus ending. And, Interesting. Um, I don't know. Should I spoil some things for people? or? I want to know. You know me. I, 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 I could right. care less about Look, the ending. If you don't want to hear about this, then just um, fast forward the next minute or so. But right. if you have the four secret digits, you enter this... You do the. It shows the whole ending of the game, credits and everything, and then it gives you this. There's a security password thing, and you have to enter the dig, the secret digits into this sort of security code situation. You do that, and then it brings you to this room where there's this kind of 
this human man. There's no humans in this game, but then there's a human man okay. sitting at a desk, and he seems like to be a powerful head of, of a company. And there's a banner above him that says money. And then he has these two henchmen that come in that kind of resemble the Blues Brothers a little bit. Um, and uh, they, they're, they're on their side, and basically they just start throwing money up in the air. And the money hurts you, and you have to dodge the money. And it kind of uh, falls at a weird pattern that that's kind of makes it really hard to... to um, to dodge. So basically, after you've beaten the game and you have all the credits, you ha you play this bonus level at the end of the game, and okay. it's pretty hard. They give you unlimited lives to do it, but um, you know you, you have to basically fight the henchmen and then you have to fight the, the boss man sitting at the desk. And I heard in the Japanese or read somewhere in the Japanese version that it there's more of a story to that where it's some you know some fat cat company guy who wants to market you a certain way and you're or something like that and he and you don't like the way he's going to market you so you have to you you fight him or something like that i also read somewhere else that he represents the president of sega or something like that too oh wow and so um anyways it's really weird actually it's just super bizarre um but um it was cool though it was it's, it's a neat neat game and the yeah i the, the last boss i figured out how to beat um once i figured out how to beat him it was pretty easy but um the the second to last boss is is pretty hard and I mean the game's very challenging yeah mm -hmm. would you think uh, the average gamer could get through it well look it's all about practice once you learn the game it's I mean you can do anything I like that you know Insp inspirational words yeah I mean the hardest games I've beaten the hardest games by just continue you know you just keep you keep at it you know you just you do it sure, I mean sure. I haven't beaten Battletoads but you know but uh you know, Ghost and Goblins, I beat that. Right. Alright, so let's uh, let's talk about this. Um, we didn't mention this on the 100th anniversary episode, but we're going to also, as part of the 100th celebration, we're going to release uh, a couple more dance mixes. So, um, one each. So, uh, right. after this episode is released, um, a few days later, I'll release my my next dance mix. And then, um, then we'll do episode 102, and then you'll release yours. And then after that, after we do episode 103, um, we got permission from um, Funny or Die to release an extended cut of the Legacy Music Dance Party. Oh, fantastic! Video that we oh, did on Funny or Die. That's great. And uh, really, uh, I mean, I think for most people, it doesn't really matter. What, they won't really see much of a difference, but. If those of you, I think there's more nuance to the extended cut, and it's there's a, there's some fun details that you miss in the in the shorter version, but there's not much of a difference. But we'll, we'll put that out too, so um, you can look forward to that. Um, all right, now to respond to some comments and stuff. Okay. Okay. So um, someone pointed out uh, a listener named Andy uh, pointed out this uh, this similarity between. Um, the the cliff that time forgot. Do you, do you remember this track from Earthbound that I played on the Shorties episode? The cliff that that time forgot. It sounds vaguely. It, it had those those kind of trumpets, and then it and it kind of faded out. There was like a sort of trumpet fanfare sort of sound, but it was really short, and then okay. it kind of faded out. Uh, it had a you know it kind of I, I called it sort of there's a creepy uh, quality to it. There's also a nostalgic quality to it. Um, sure. So he found the similarity between that and. Um, this Beatles, um, this this Beatles. Well, uh, there's a, there's a Beatles song, "All You Need Is Love," right? Okay. And um, there's a version of it where they have 
uh, this this kind of brass ensemble play the French na- national anthem. And if you listen to the two things, they sound really sim- similar. And then I looked into it more, and it turns out a lot of people have speculated that it, that it, they're act- it is they actually Hirokazu Tanaka sampled the very beginning of this version of All You Need Is Love oh. that's his, that uses the French national anthem. Right. And someone even created online, replicated the Earthbound track using their own sample of this this part of this Beatles French na- national anthem thing. Okay. And it is pretty much, it really, I, I'm, I'm pretty much convinced that Hirokazu Tanaka used this, used it, sampled it, okay. and then kind of reworked it a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, so it also kind of brings up the question of uh, was this a piece that's uh, an adapted piece of music from you know something that wasn't video game music? Sounds like it. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think that when you're dealing with samples, it's a little bit open to debate, you know, because it, you know in the same way that um, people like DJ Shadow or uh, uh, you know uh, Christian uh, Marclay might use samples uh, to create kind of new music in a way. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. I mean, there, there's there is there is something about turntabulous creating or using turntables as instruments or using sample machines as an instrument and and turning creating new music from pre-existing samples so it could be argued that it is it is a brand new piece of music that is uh that he even though he's using a sample of something that was pre-existing that that wasn't video game music you know okay okay i can Um, buy that i was just yeah um and um then there was some some talk um, about Tim Fallon, uh, how uh, you know Jeff Fallon. He had done the uh, that the one game solo. Um, right well, now I'm forgetting the name of the, of the game that he did solo. It was the game that we heard from. Um, what was it? Wolverine. Wolverine. That's okay. right. Yeah. And um, you know there were some some comments about uh, you know maybe that not enough credit is give is given to Jeff Fallon for the the stuff that he does and uh you know a lot of the really good soundtracks that come from the fallen brothers that um people attribute more to tim fallen that maybe it's actually jeff fallen that has more to do with it just based on the wolverine soundtrack or, right. or, or some of the other stuff that he did solo but i just wanted to in in the tim fallen's defense or i don't know or, or not in defense but just to sort of pump up the tim fallen side i mean my my favorite fallen related uh games are or Solstice, you know, and okay. uh, and Sky Shark, you know, and and those are those are Tim Solo, you know. Now, Silver Surfer, that's a good one also, and that's both. Um, so I don't know, maybe maybe you know. So I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure J- Jeff Jeff Rollin has a significant role in these things. Sure. Um, and also Crash Tummy, uh, Crash, Crash Tummy, yeah, that that has that's a good one too, and that's that's both of them as well. But but Solstice though, that's Solo, that's Solo Tim. And Solstice is that Solstice is probably my one of my that's probably my favorite Fallen related uh, soundtrack. Um, uh, all right. So anyway, um, then um, I think it was Mike was kind of talking about that. Uh, you know, if, if we also could release just music only versions of the podcast too, right? Because they have a mixtape feel to it. You know, sure. you know, sort of in it as a supplements or to the um, to the podcast and. I think that would be nice, but I think it just, um, I mean, that just would be too con- time-consuming to re- release in addition to the, you know, the podcast, of a sort of mixtape version of just the songs, you know, or right. just the tracks. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just so much work as it is to put these episodes together that uh, I think uh, it would be too much work to put that together. But, hey, you know, if it, look, Mike, if you want to do it, you know, if you want to just isolate the, um, the music parts of, of the podcast and put together your own mixes. Sure. Um, hey, that, that, I mean, I'm, I'm not against that, you know. More power to you. Want, you. If you want to put together a mixtape. And then if you want to start posting those as like sort of the mixtapes, the Legacy Music Hour mixtapes. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, you know, yeah, we'll put a link to that, you know, or whatever, you know. Sure. I mean, it might take, I think that'd be kind of time consuming, but. All right, so that's that, and then um, let's see here. One other thing I wanted to mention is this: um, if you, uh, if okay, so if you, um, if you remember from the last episode, I was talking about the band Spirogyra, yeah. and uh, if you really like that Pebble Beach track, you should check out Spirogyra's music. Okay. Um, and I, I also mentioned that they were kind of a late '70s, early '80s band. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that uh, the years that I l- I'm a fan of their music is the late 70s, early 80s. I mean, that band is still in existence, and they continue to release albums through the, you know, the rest of the 80s and the, and the 90s. And, okay. And they still they're still alive, but um, but the years I really like them are the late 70s, early 80s, and it is kind of a precursor to smooth jazz. But um, I basically I, I mean I this is I've, I've been in this band since I was in high school, and um, uh, the tracks that. Uh, I'd recommend listening to uh, by them are Morning Dance and Little Linda. And Little Linda in particular kind of sounds like that that menu track from Pebble Beach, Golf Links. So anyway, just uh, if anybody cares, is if anybody's interested in sort of proto-smooth jazz and uh, and that sort of stuff, then, you know, check out Spirogyra. You might be into it. If you're into this sort of elevatory sounding kind of music, Spirogyra, um, and check out their late 70s, early 80s stuff. Like the Morning Dance album in particular, and okay. Morning Dance album has has a lot of hits on it. So, um, all right. So I think that's that's about it. Anything anything on your end? No, that's it. All right. Uh, this is this episode is the next three episodes we're doing are going to be all free play episodes leading up to episode uh, one hundred and four. So right. this is episode. This is called Free Play Ten Point One. Right. And the next two are going to be Ten Point Two and Ten Point Three. We thought about saying. 10-1 at first yeah. to make it seem more like a video game but I don't know I think it's going to look better if it's just 10.1 okay <laughs> well plus it doesn't really make sense for there to be free play 10 and then free play 10-1 because in a game you wouldn't be say on level 5 and then go to 5-1 you know what I mean or whatever it doesn't even matter anyway who cares no um, so uh, anyway this is uh, so episode 101 and uh, I guess I'm starting it off right please well, I'm, re- I'm pretty proud of all my tracks um, today, and uh, I'm going to start things off with a game called Marco, and that's with a K, M-A-R-K-O. Okay. Uh, it was released in Europe as Marco's Magic Football. Got it. And um, the music is composed by Jolyon Myers, and this is a Sega Genesis game, and the track we're going to hear is Toy Factory, and... That is uh, what we'll be starting off. Music from Marco on episode 101 of the Legacy Music Hour.
Marco for the Sega Genesis. This is Toy Factory, music composed by Julian Myers. Fun, fun. Okay, I have got here, uh, I'm looking at my list, a lot uh-huh. of listener suggestions, Uh-huh. and uh, this just goes to show you, you send messages to the hour, <laughs> we listen. Uh-huh. I just shortened it, just the put, hour. <laughs> the hour. <laughs> uh, this, this next track comes to us from listener Slick Vic. Mm-hmm. Final Mission mm-hmm. is the name of the game. Nintendo Entertainment System is the name of the platform. Opening song. Here we go. Actually, in the U.S., it was called Special Cybernetic Attack Team, SCAT. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you smiling? I just, you know, because I, I, I think jazz is funny. Oh. SCAT. And that is from composer Kiyohiro Sada. Yeah. Well, well, uh, you, you have a name for this track. Oh, uh, Story, The Last Hope. Yes. So, yeah, K. Sada. Um, he worked at Konami. Mm-hmm. So, oh, this is a Natsume. This is a Natsume game, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, this guy uh, Kiyoi Sada worked at Konami. 
And uh, yeah, this sounds like uh, I got to check the soundtrack out. It sounds uh, pretty good. Right. It's, it's it's excellent. I like I like this track very much. So. So, um, you know, I'm okay. I'm going to move on to a game called Shining Force Two. Okay. For the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. And um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, uh, we've heard from a couple times uh, Shining Force Final or Shining Force Gaiden Final Conflict mm-hmm. for the Game Gear. Do you remember hearing from that? Vaguely. Uh, I first introduced it to the podcast on episode 71, the handheld episode. And I think later on, I think you might have played a track from it. Okay. And um, But very good soundtrack. And um, I didn't realize this until a few nights ago that a lot of the really good tracks in the Game Gear version, or the Game Gear game, uh, Shining Force Gaiden, okay. um, Final Conflict, which is a Japanese release only. Right. Um, a lot of the great tracks are actually... Uh, Game Gear renditions of tracks that you hear in Shining Force 2 for the Sega Genesis. Okay. So the, you, they originally appear in this in that game. But they're all by the same composer um, who is uh, Motoaki Takanuchi or Takanochi. Right. Now, does that name ring a bell at all? Outrun. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know that was a wild guess, but it's sort of close in a way. Oh, Super Monaco GP. Well, it's sort of close too. Again, um, Motoaki uh, Takanochi. F1 Formula Racing. No, no, you missed it again. Oh. He did uh, Aguri Suzuki. Aguri Suzuki. He did that game. Okay. And um, he also has done some other stuff. And really, this guy is kind of becoming my one of my favorites right oh, now. Wow. Actually, he's he's really really good. Um, I, I just I just started to notice that, you know, this, his name popping up on really good soundtracks, you know? So he did, you know, Guri Suzuki, F1 mm-hmm. Super Driving, yes. uh, Shining Force Guide in Final Conflict. He, he did this other game, well, uh, this other game called Landstalker, which I'll talk about later, because I'm going to play a track from that later, too. Um, and Shining Force 2, and he's done some other stuff, and yeah, he's really kind of becoming one of my favorites, so... Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so he did the music to both this Game Gear, you know, game, and then also the Shining Force 2 for Genesis, and, um, yeah, this Shining Force 2 soundtrack is really, uh, just, uh, it's really great. But okay. Actually, you know what, I'm not going to play something from Landstalker on this episode, but I think in the, in the next episode I'm going to. Okay. By the way, someone recommended Landstalker, a listener, I don't remember who, but, um, Landstalker's got a, some good music in it. Um, but uh, anyway, Shining Force 2, amazing soundtrack. It's really good. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, the track we're going to hear is the ending, the ending piece from Shining Force 2 for the Sega Genesis, music composed by... Uh, I, 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 I wasn't sure if I should play this or the sort of main theme, which is uh, called um, uh, Wandering Warriors, but I'll probably play wa- Wandering Warriors on the next episode. But uh, anyway... Um, All right, music by Motoaki Takanochi.
Music from Shining Force 2 for the Sega Genesis. That was music composed by Motaki Takanochi. And that was ending. And just a great piece, huh? Yeah. I mean, just I, I just think really an amazing piece of music. And this whole game has just got great music in it. Here, let me get it started again here. Um, I just think um, it really on that sort of on a really sophisticated level, I feel like, the composition, you know? Um, you know, just, I, I feel like really kind of on that, you know, Morio Sankey Madara kind of level, you okay. know? Morio Sankey Madara, too. Um, it just, there's a, it sounds, I mean, it just sounds like classical, you know, I mean, it has a, it just sounds like, the, you know, the, the compositional approach just sounds like classical music, you right. know? It's just, you know, different moods. It's just, it's really cinematic, you know? And I love the different um, synth sounds, too, that are used. I just think this is such a great piece of music. So this this track, this ending track is actually a, a kind of variation on the main theme. Okay. Actually, sounds like Star Fox. Actually, see, I love that. There are these different synth sounds here. This part's great right here. So much going on, you know? Yeah. I love that chord change right there. And to me, this is... I love this. I mean, totally expressionistic here, you know? That's a great, great piece. Gosh, what a great piece. I mean, I'm just very impressed by the soundtrack. Okay. And, and I mean, and I was with, you know, the Shining Force Gaiden for the um, Final Conflict for the... Um, Game Gear, right? But this guy is just really proving to be one of the great video game, underrated video game composers. You know, right? I don't know. I just think, just wow! I'm just totally you, blown away by that yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. You look like you've been moved. <laughs> I was. I was. It's very, very moving. It's very you know moving. Yeah. I mean that that piece is so good. I, right. I love it. I just really love that it's not the same synth sounds too. He changes the synth sounds through the, throughout the piece, or you hear you're hearing different. It, it just it really creates. But I mean, what's cool is it has it has an overall synth sound, but it also has this, uh, or, you know, um, orchestral sound as well. Where you're hearing it sounds like different instruments sure. too. It's like a synth orchestra or something. Hmm. All right. 
Moving on. Well, I've got a an ending track from the game Kablooey, mm-hmm. which is a Super Nintendo track, and this one comes to us from uh, listener Rick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who suggested this soundtrack? I gave it a listen, and I picked a track. Yeah. What do you think of that, Brent? Good. It's called The End, uh, the American version. Okay. From composer Hiroyuki Masuno. Uh, Here is The End American from Kablooey for SNES. Masuno. It's jazzy. It's catchy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we've got a hit on our hands. Especially <laughs> this part. It's jazzy. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's kind of got an elevator vibe, too. Yeah. Elevator? Okay, I can see that. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Thank you for the for, for the suggestion, Rick. Wow. Would have been a nice time to fade it out right there. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you did. I thought you stopped it. Oh, oh, maybe I should have. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been good if I just stopped it. Right. Yeah. Artie Lightfoot. Right. We heard the, from this game on the Pirates episode. I remember I was tried. I tried to Google it and I spelled it A R T I E. Oh, like he's like oh, Lightfoot, he's, like it's Artie. Yeah, <laughs> Artsy Lightfoot. Yeah. Um. So uh, we heard from the Pirates episode. It has a pirate level, but it's not a pirate game. Right. Um, but this is a Super Nintendo game, Artie Lightfoot, and the music is composed by Akiko Hashimoto, and. 
Katsuhiro Hatano. And the track we're going to hear is Mining Town Ablaze. Music from Artie Lightfoot for the Super Nintendo. Lightfoot, Mining Town Ablaze, music composed by Akiko Hashimoto and Katsuhiro Hatano. I really love this track a lot. It really gets stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Love this part right here. Is it supposed to be a violin? That's in, uh, that's going. Dun, 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 dun. Or it's just a synth sound, but. This reminds me of a violin. No, I guess it's supposed to be some sort of violin, maybe? Yeah. Kind of, it's kind of a, the way an orchestra would do it. Yeah, I guess it's some sort of violin. Trampoline Terror. This is a game for the Sega Genesis, Brent. I've been listening to the soundtrack. Really? Yeah. At, uh, uh, as a re- it was a recommendation. From LM Head Ed. From Ed. Absolutely. He suggested this track. I gave it a listen. And I found some tracks, Brent. By the way, we're, we have Dynamite Heady playing on the big screen right sure, now. Sure, And this part is probably the hardest part of the game this this boss right here no no it's not it's not a totem pole i mean there's totem poles in it in the scene but this boss is just really hard oh yeah yeah it took me a while to figure out how to beat him right yeah okay anyway i am playing the music from stages 21 through 24 okay yeah okay this is an unknown composer trampoline terror coming at you
trampoline terror. Actually, it's trampoline terror. 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 With an exclamation mark. Right. The beginning was a little Miami Sound Machine. Thing, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Hit, the, hit that one more time. Oh, Travez, please. Por favor. Come on, everybody. Now you should go. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I like the journey that this track takes me on. Mm. Mm. Tropical. Have you ever even heard of this game, Brent? No, no. I mean, no. The first time I heard of it was from Ed. I wonder what the premise is. I got to look this up. It's. A, I think it's. Um. I. I believe it's a puzzle game. Okay. Yeah. to Inspector Gadget for the Super Nintendo. Okay. This is music by Saori Kobayashi, who's another composer I've really taken an interest in. Um, I've seen her name pop up on some, some good soundtracks. And um, the track we're going to hear is Snowy Swiss Alps. Got it. From Inspector Gadget for the Super Nintendo. Gadget for the Super Nintendo, Snowy Swiss Alps, music by Saori Kobayashi. I really like this part coming up right here. I like that a lot. hear that part one time. It's a short, short track, short track. Mm-hmm. 
like how that dun 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 is kind of um, it's accentuated with a it sounds sort of like a marimba or something like that mm-hmm. there yeah. got another track from uh, another user's uh, listener's suggestion user user <laughs> by the way this boss is so hard right here no oh, it's it's like it's a monkey the, it, by the way I'm referring to the twin freaks part of dying my heady for anybody who uh, we always here. have something playing at the legacy music hour big screen so since Brent beat dynamite heady I'm just playing a YouTube playthrough it's kind of interesting watching the play footage while listening to different music. Right, right, right. But so you and now you're referring to this monkey boss with the handlebar mustache. Yeah, it's it, uh, yeah the boss is that's a tough boss. Okay. That's that's one of the hardest p- parts of the game. Anyway, so we had actually two Pete's email us suggestions. Two different Pete's. Peters, actually. Two Peters. Two different Peters. Two Peters. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can you can't you don't want to confuse Peters. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So, I have this uh, the first Peter. Um, he's from Canada. Okay. So he's hockey sticks Pete. See, I I think that the these these two listeners these sure. two Pete's are they're too new to give nicknames to. Um, you, have yep. to you have to have to earn that. Really? Know? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm giving him that one because this is. That kind of, I, it was such a good recommendation. I mean, I mean, no offense to the Peters. Sure. But, um, right. But I, I just, you know, you know, it's like, it seems like, you know, you, com- you comment enough or you comment or whatever or hang out enough. Right. You, you're going to get a nickname. Okay. You know what I mean? But who knows? They, those guys can, might, you know, they might be in and out. You know, they might be out of here. Okay. Well, then know. that's the, oh, that's the last we'll hear of old hockey sticks. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I mean, no offense. No offense to hockey sticks. Sure. Um, so the sticks, he. Su- oh, yeah, we we appreciate you coming, you know. Right. He suggested Run Saber, which is a SNES title. I just like to do background checks on people before <laughs> them, give them, uh, you know, I just won't right. give any random stranger okay. a, a okay. nickname. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm just, okay, we'll do that safe. going just, forward. Going I'm just, forward. I'm just being safe, is all. You know what? When you comment, please post two references as well. Yeah. <laughs> If you're gonna do yeah, a listener you have, you, suggestion, you have to yeah be um you have to have uh, at least two other commenters vouch for you right when you comment now okay now. right and uh, then we'll come we'll we'll we'll, we'll come inter- looking for we'll, you we'll interview you sure. yeah you know. we'll set up an audition of yes. some type. <laughs> yeah okay so hockey six Pete suggested Run Saber which is a SNES title from composer Hikoshi Sakamoto and by the way that suggestion. Yeah. Run Saber. I checked it out too. I like it. Right. And I got a track lined up from that as well. For today? Um, is it? I, uh, wait. I, oh, no. Next episode. Okay. Uh, next episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, hey. Yeah. He's going to get, well, he's going to get another mention next week. Yeah, so. You're going to have to decide whether you want no, to acknowledge the stakes. Well, you know. Okay. Run Saber. This is credits.
Credits. Run saver. Did you get a little sad at the end? I got. I got a little bit. I got a little bit sad. Sure, sure. It's just. It made me uh, sad. I, I actually really like how that the ending fades out like that. There's a really slow fade out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And that was a nice thing. Bass, little bass fill right there. Bass player slap, slap bass too. Yeah. Bass players earn his money. You mentioned the composer of this, right? Hikoshi Sakamoto. Yeah. No, no. Hashimoto. Hashimoto. Not to be confused with, with Hitoshi Sakamoto. Sakamoto. Yeah. Hikoshi Hashimoto. Yeah. You want to wait till the, that? I mean, that I, I, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Maybe we can do that. Let's, let's check it out. Well, I, I do like this part a lot. I like that. It's perfect. It, it's exactly what that last little bit needs. Here comes. Here comes. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
like that, yeah. Man, I'm just getting sad again. It's man. nice. It's nice with these. I guess it's not piano. It sounds almost like piano. But... Sure, sure. It is some sort of like tin piano sound or something. This is just a nice vamp to go out with, you know? Right. I mean, you know, in, in the game, yeah. Just thinking of lives lost. Getting get in the game, not, you know, real lives. Right. Player lives. Right, right, Thinking right. of player lives lost. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's a nice track. Che- uh, che- cheer me up, Brent. Um... I don't know, <laughs> boys. I don't know. What, I don't know. Oh, I'm saying with your next track. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you wanted me to tell you something to oh. cheer you up. Oh, yeah. no, no, uh, no, that's no. why I said boys because I thought, you know, <laughs> that that word always right. cheers you up. Right. You know. Treasure Hunter G. And uh, that's what we're going to hear from next. This is a Super Famicom release, Japanese only. This is music by Hitoshi Sakimoto. Okay. I, actually, there's two differences in the name. It's it's I, I should stress Hit, Hitoshi Sakimoto as opposed to Hikoshi Hashimoto. All right. So uh, you know this guy's one of my favorites right now. Um, this track is called "It Is Raining on the Peninsula of Magahama." Music from Treasure Hunter G. Cheering Rob F. Switch up on the Legacy Music Hour. Treasure Hunter G. It is raining on the peninsula of Magahama. Music by Hitoshi Sakimoto. You know, a lot of composers worked on this soundtrack, but the the one the tracks that are by Hitoshi Sakimoto I really feel like are on another level of sophistication. Okay. This next track comes to us from the second Peter, but you know what? Uh, I'll hold off on his nickname. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? You sure? You, Give it to uh, him. Give it to him. 
Well, I also don't want to reveal his last name, which is why I gave him this nickname. Well, yeah, yeah, we don't want to say anyone's last name, but so. But what, how about this? You know, we, do you know where he's from? No. Well, I just feel like since the other Peter got a nickname, right. just to be fair, the other Peter should get a nickname. Okay. This, okay. I mean, since the other Peter got a nickname, this Peter should get a nickname. Okay. Just to balance out the Peters. All right. Right. You need balanced Peters. Yeah. To have a, a, a order. Yeah, order and Peters. Right. The name of the track is Uninvited. Well, yeah, but what's the nickname of, of, the, Peter. Man, of the man? This is uh, the Love Master, Peter. <laughs> He is the love master. The love master. Why? Exactly. Well, he knows it's, it's in his name. It's, it's the man that's born to be the love master. Uh, okay. Interesting. I'll tell, I'll tell you. But if the, this Peter is listening, he knows. He already knows. He already gets it. <laughs> okay. The love master. Yes. Hmm. What, what's the name of that comedian who's the Craig Shoemaker? Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what is he called? The love master. Oh, is he the love I master? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look. We're taking it back. Hey, well, this He's is the love it. space master. The love space. The Love Space Master. Okay. I think the, uh, Craig, Craig Schumacher is, uh, or Shoemaker is the Love Master, all one word. Oh, really? The Love Master. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Love Look, Blaster you, Master? The Love Blaster Master, now that. Okay. That's now, now you got me thinking here. Okay. <laughs> uh, Peter is the Love Blaster Master. And he suggested Uninvited, which is a Nintendo Entertainment System track. And I... I found some tracks I like, and I will be playing the track Daylight. Thank you, Peter, the Love Blaster Master. Sort of, sort of Middle Eastern sound to it, or something. Middle right? Eastern, okay, or something, right? Kind of, right? Doesn't it? Okay, I can see that. Some sort of, you know, some kind of, I don't know, something North African or something. I don't know. Oh, I was thinking more uh, Eastern European, Russian. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. Definitely an international yes. sound. Kind of, yeah. If Tetris had an album, I see this one as being a B-side. Oh, yeah? You know what I mean? Hmm. I'm going to move on to New Horizons. 
the Super Nintendo game and sequel to Uncharted Waters. This is music composed by Yoko Kano, and we're going to hear Supply Port. from New Horizons, music composed by Yoko Kano, and this is called uh, Supply Port. slows down a little bit at the end like it kind of not not that part but the, on the second round of this mm-hmm. so. but the rhythm of it kind of slows down a little bit right here dun, 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 you know kind of goes I have got one more Slick Vic suggestion. Mm-hmm. Elemental Master. Mm-hmm. Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Staff roll. Hit it.
Gustav Roll, aka Setting Out from the game Elemental Master. And that is by composer Toshiharu Yamanishi. Does that ring a bell at all for you? He's he's adventure. Oops. He's what? Oh no. Uh, Silly, I'm so silly. How did I even... It's Golden Axe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Elemental Master. He, here's the thing. I, I actually... Yeah. Go on. What else? Oh, besides those games? I mean, it's not any of those. Oh. But hmm. You should... Wait, hold on a second. I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you should know this, man. You should know Oh, this. I should? Oh. You should know this. Um, this is, like, really... This is basic stuff. This is, like, really something you should know. And if you don't know, it's a shame. One of the masters of OutRun. No. <laughs> Come on, this is really... This is upsetting to... Uh, I'm sure this is upsetting. Who, who is it, Slick? Yeah. Who, who recommended this? Right. I'm sure he's upset by this right oh, now. Oh, man. It's the last suggestion I get. I'll tell you what. Toshihado Yamanishi. Come on, man. Come on. You got to give me a hint. It's like one of your all-time favorite soundtracks. Oh, play play the song, by the way. What song? Why don't we hit oh, that yeah, song yeah, again? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Think about who it sounds like, actually. This is Lightning Force? Yeah. He's one like, of the guys like, on Lightning Force. He's one of the Lightning Force guys. You know what? As soon as you said it sounds like one of your favorite soundtracks, that opening bit, you're right. Right. Wow. And I'm, um, I'm trying to f- Let's see here. Yeah, how do you... You should know that, you know? Right? Well, it's in there now. I want to, and I'm, and I think that it's, because yeah, there's basically two composers on, on, Lightning Force, right. you know, and um, you know, one of them is is more, the jazzier stuff, and the other one's the more rock stuff on there, right? right. And I want to say that the, um, oh, oh, okay, and so the this guy right here. He's not the more rock stuff. Jazzy. He's more of the, the jazzier tracks on Lightning Force. And Takeshi Yoshida is the more rock right. stuff on there. So, just thought I'd point that out. Okay. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, although I, w- I would have guessed it would have been more of the rock stuff on this one, you know? Yeah, I would have ventured yeah. that yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. So, Quarth. That's what we're going to hear from next. Okay. Quarth for the Game Boy. Okay. This is music composed by... Well, it's... Compo- uh, well, okay, it's composed by... Uh, it's a little unclear, but... I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Hidehiro Funauchi who did the music to 
uh, Contra, oh, no, Operation C for the Game Boy, and okay. he also did uh, Castlevania Two: Belmont's Revenge right. for Game Boy, among other things. And uh, but Kazuo Hanzawa might have been a composer on this also. Got it. I mean, definitely Kazuo Hanzawa did the original arcade music for sure, and that arcade music is used in the Game Boy version. But then there's new tracks in the Game Boy version, and I'm pretty sure. All the new stuff is is by Hidehiro Funauchi. Okay, could have been by Kazuo Hanzawa also, but um, the track we're going to hear is Level Three uh, from Quarth, and this just to me sounds really like a, a, a Hidehiro Funauchi track because it sounds it really r- sounds like some of the music from Castlevania Two for the Game Boy. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this is Hidehiro Funauchi music from Quarth. Level 3. Game Boy, music by Hidehiro Funauchi, possibly Kazuo Hanzawa, but I'm pretty sure it's Hidehiro Funauchi. It's just, it just totally sounds like him. You know what I mean? Right. And you can hear that from, well, first of all, the beginning just totally starts up like one of these Castlevania Two tracks, you know, mm-hmm. for Game Boy. You know, right there. You know, that's just yeah. totally, that's a, that's a Castlevania Game Boy kind of situation. Sure, sure, sure. Castlevania Two. And then with the uh, sort of back and forth alternating, like the bass with the bass line kind of going back and forth between the left and right channels, that's very his style, also, you know? Right. And you hear that in Castlevania, too, as well, a lot. It's a good track, though. It also has that. I don't know how to describe it, but there's a certain weird kind of modality to this this track that I, I kind of hear in, in the Castlevania 2 soundtrack also. Okay. Particularly that uh, Praying Hands track. But I love this part right here. that part that part at the end is so good nice there's this one voice that comes in that's just like uh, this is just good this is very good 
da, da, da. I love that how that, that other voice comes in. Da, yeah. da, da. So, so good. I'm going to close out my set with a track from Alfaria 2, The Quest of the Melt, from composer Yukihide Takakawa. And this is a track um, I wanted to play on the last episode, mm-hmm. but we didn't have a chance because I played another Alfaria 2 track. Yes. So here is Ruined Town. Two composer Yukihide Takakawa. Does that name ring a bell at all to you? It's from Alfaria One as well. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Um, <laughs> here's the thing: when we were, uh, I was getting through this track. There was a, another track I heard, and the bass line sounded really funky. Yes. And I was, I was like, I start. I was listening to this other track in this game, and I was thinking, that's kind of a funky sounding track, and it sounds familiar. It sounds a lot like. Sounded, it reminded me of Soul Blazer, you know? Okay. And so uh, oh, right. I, I looked up the composer, you know, uh, Yukihide Takakawa, and okay. lo and behold, it was in fact the same same composer, same game, from the same composer. Yeah. So yeah, composer of Soul Blazer. You know, I was listening to um, this uh, classical music program on the radio, right. you know? And um, it's funny, the, the, the guy, you know, it was a classical music style program, you know, just, and we just heard you know, music <laughs> from Mozart, you know, Symphony Number no. sure, 5, sure. Comp- you know, performed by the, you know, London Philharmonic or whatever he said, right? And um, it was funny, he said that, and then he said, um, if you notice that there was um, the, the, you know, the one line, you know that or whatever he said saying you know he sang it and he said it was, that's usually performed by a string but in this rendition it was performed by with, with a trombone or whatever whatever he okay. said you know okay. and but just him pointing out this part of the of the piece and singing it, it reminded <laughs> me of our podcast you know of okay. what we do on this right and uh, it made me feel good because it made it made me feel like um you know uh I don't know. Maybe people think that's annoying, you know, pointing out parts. And, sure. Oh, I like that part that goes like that. Or, but I don't know. I, it was nice to hear a professional classical right. radio program DJ s- s- doing that too. You know. You would and, think that the professional classical music uh, aficionado he would say, "Oh, well, I like this part," and he would have a name for it. Yeah. Right. But instead, right. he says, "I like the part that goes." 
not exactly that part, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was kind of comforted, comforted, uh, comforted by that. Right, right. And so, um, uh, and also, I kind of like to think of our podcast as a sort of classical music program in a sense, but the music not being classical music, but being video game music. Right. Which will become classical music one day. Sure. In a, in a way, I think at one point video game music will become like jazz or something that's well respected and looked back on for its you know the really you know um innovative compositional approaches that are taken to video game music you know these uh these these tracks that we're playing they're under 30 years old hardly enough time for them to be considered classic a hundred years from now hundreds this this or whatever you know uh, sure musicians music of uh musicologists will look back on this music and really see how really crazy and sophisticated some of these pieces are you know and so um uh you know i guess our show is kind of like a classical music program with 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 a couple jokes here and there sometimes right we keep it loose at the hour the couple nicknames and a couple mentions of boys right <laughs> alright that almost brings us to the end of today's program of the Legacy Music Hour uh, for a full track listing check out LegacyMusicHour.com you can contact us at LegacyMusicHour at gmail.com you can also comment you- oh, yes I was going to say, Please. you can call us. Yes. 281-SONIC91. We love receiving your voicemails and texts. Also, we are on Facebook and iTunes. Yes. Rate us. Yeah. Comment. Yeah, com- com- um, yeah rate, rate the on iTunes and leave a review. Yes. Or whatever. We yeah. welcome it all. And also, um, next week's episode is going to be Free Play 10.2. Mm-hmm. More free play. More free play action on the Legacy Music Hour. Um, and look out for the dance mix, the Brent Weinbach dance mix, VGM dance mix, volume two, right, coming out after this episode comes out. And um, what else? Anything else? No, I guess not. Um, I'm looking forward to the countdown, the New Year's Eve countdown. You know, mm, I am as well. It's fun. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so we're gonna leave you with. Um, thought it'd be i don't know how about contra hardcore hey let's do it and this is uh uh this is music composed by hiroshi kobayashi who's credited in the game as h devi kobayashi uh akira soji credited as akiropito yes um kenji miyaoka machiru yamani who's credited as chiru to yamani Akira Yamaoka, credited as Gajokai, um, and Hirofumi Taniguchi, credited as Nitachigu. The track we're going to hear is one of the ending tracks. Okay. And I think this is actually the best ending. I think. Right. And this is called Contra the Blue Gale. And um, that's what we're going to leave you with. Music from Contra Hardcore for the Sega Genesis. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. The name of the program is the Legacy Music Hour. Thank you for listening.
Thank <laughs> you.